Hi, welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gate's daily podcast. I'm Carl Nicholson, and for today's podcast, I want to talk about um, our scroll. And um, in the book of Joshua, the first chapter, um, specifically the eighth verse, and sort of just go through this verse um, and talk about some of the things that it means to me. And um, I have talked about this chapter, I believe, in I think the last two podcasts in different, in a couple different ways. And um, there's something just really, there's some critical things in this, uh, in this whole passage here from Joshua 1, 1 through 9, 1, 9, and really through the whole chapter. But um, <clears throat> I talked about being strong and courageous on the last podcast. And there were a couple, two or three reasons, two or three times God said it to the people in different reasons. He said it each time. And um, one of them was to be, be strong and courageous so that you're careful to do everything written in the law, for then you'll be, um, have good success and prosper. <clears throat> and then he goes on to verse 8. And I, sort of, I want to break it down a little bit. But also, I've come to realize, I, my, I believe the, really the message of my life is sort of wrapped up in this verse here. Um, and I want to share that also with, with you. Um, so in verse 8, like I said, he just told Joshua, be strong and courageous. Um, and the second time he said it was so that um, he would observe to do all the law and don't turn from it to the right hand or to the left. And then verse 8, he says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Starting with this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Two really awesome things in this. Um, The book of the law, God had given the law to Moses and Joshua was up there with him, right? Moses, Joshua was up on the mountain and he was up on the mountain with Moses away from all the people, but Moses had gone up higher, right? And, and gotten the words from God. But Joshua was there sort of one level down. <laughs> he, was, he was up in the mountain. <clears throat> and, and so God's speaking to him now that Moses died and he's saying, you go into the land. <clears throat> he says, this book of the law will not depart from your mouth. So let's just look at that from a New Testament standpoint real quick, because it's, you know, it's the same really old and new, but but let's put it in the context of what has happened. We know Yeshua came, Jesus came, right? He is the law. He, was, he, he perfected the law with his obedience and who he was, right? Jesus fulfilled the law and became the new law and did away with the old law, right? He fulfilled the law and he became the new law. And what happened? What, what did Jesus say the day he rose from the dead when he appeared to the disciples the first time? He said this. He said, as the Father, he breathed on them and said this, receive the Holy Spirit. As the Father has sent me, even so I send you. And with that, he breathed on them, said, receive Holy Spirit. Whoever sends you forgive, they're forgiven. Whoever sends you retain, they're retained. That's pretty, pretty powerful stuff. But that's will have to be for another podcast. <laughs> um, so Jesus fulfilled the law. 
He was perfected through suffering. And then he arose from the dead. And then he said to us, the day he rose from the dead, as the father sent me and what I just did, I now send you. I commission you to do it. What I just did. And so, you know, that's where Christos and the anointed and the Christian comes from is the anointed ones because we have been anointed now with the same spirit that, that Yeshua was to do the will of God and the word of God. So what it is, is we, ha- we all have a scroll. We all have a scroll and Jesus wants us to, to do what he did. And so we all have a different scroll, but Jesus is the mediator and our savior and our king and our Lord, right? Of everything. He, he's the thing that made it, makes it possible for us to have our scroll and to be able to walk this thing out. But he's also the one who commissions us and mandates us to do this. So we go back to this verse and look at it through that light. This book of the law, this scroll of of what Jesus did and commanded us to do now because of what he's redeemed. This this scroll that that you and I have because of Jesus' blood, death, and resurrection shall not depart from our mouths. You and I have a mandate from God to walk out the scroll of God that he's given us by Jesus's resurrection from the dead. That's what this verse is saying. This book, be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the scroll which I've given you because of Jesus's perfection and resurrection. This scroll shall not depart from your mouth. And that would be the second thing, the scroll that God gives us through Jesus. We eat that thing. And there is, there is something we have to grasp and get this supernatural concept of the scroll of God being in our mouths. We eat the scroll. We speak the scroll of God. If you want to activate and walk out the scroll of God, you must, it must be in your mouth. We have to learn to eat our scroll. We have to learn to speak our scroll. Chapter 1, verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. This scroll that Jesus has commissioned us with cannot depart from our mouth. We must eat it. We must speak it. It says, um, but you shall meditate in it day and night. So there's a cycle of day and night that we're meditating in this thing. It doesn't say you shall meditate in it as you grow old. It doesn't say anything about corruption here. It says day and night. Because God created day and night, right? So what happens in the day and night? <clears throat> you see, I, I used to operate a lot at night. And I, I've spent so many hours and hours and hours <clears throat> roaming through countries in the middle of the night. And, you know, one, just an, an easy, uh, you know, thing I noticed is that things look different at night. My friends look different at night. Um, I look different. I mean, because we look like a silhouette instead of a person. So when, when it's nighttime... You have to look at things a little differently. You have to pull things in a little closer to see them. You got to find some light. You got <clears> to <throat> you got to handle the things and figure out what some of them are because it's dark. And that's what he's saying. You got to meditate on your scroll within the day and within the night, within the mystery and in what's revealed because it looks our scroll that Jesus has commissioned us with looks a little different in the day than it does in the night. it's a a living scroll. He's living. Everything he does and commissions and touches and is around is living. And so we're living because of him. 
And so our scroll is also alive. This scroll that's in our mouth is alive. And so what we have to do, he's telling us how to do it, how to engage with it, engage with it day and night. And understand what that's what your scroll looks like in the day when in the revealed sense and understand what your scroll looks like in the night, in the mystery. Handle that thing. Feel it. Understand. We must understand our scrolls. We must meditate in it day and night. So the scroll must be in our mouth. We must meditate in it day and night. And why do we do all those things? It says next, it says, so that we observe, so that we are careful to do everything written in it. This is what uh, I like in, when it says, um, be careful to do everything written in it. This is what I like in that too. I like in careful what it's saying there to instruction. I love instruction. I love the being instruction. This is what instruction means to me. <clears throat> instruction has taught me to slow down. Instruction is not in a hurry. Instruction will just stand there and show us something. And it, it, instruction is one amazing being in that they, it is so far removed from, from time. And so instruction sits in eternity clearly. Clear, I, I believe instruction sits clearly in eternity and just sits there and stands there and says, look, this is instruction. So when he's saying um, uh, meditating at day and night so that you're careful to do everything written in it, what he's saying is what I do is I take hold of instruction and I stand there and I stare at that thing and I read the instructions. I listen to what the scroll of God is for my life and I don't move, whatever that means, or I move. If instruction says go, I go, don't go, I don't go. I mean, it's, it's so simple. Instruction is not in a hurry. Instruction is outside of time. And, and we just take a firm hold of the thing. We are careful to see what the scroll of God is for our lives. That's what that means for me. Be careful. Um, take care that you pay attention to do everything written in it. I stop. I look. I listen. And I obey. That, that, that's what I believe that saying right there. Um, you, you know, this book of law shall not depart from your mouth, but you should meditate in it day and night so that you're careful to do everything written in it. I mean, I watch instruction. And I take firm hold of instruction and I do or I don't do exactly what I'm supposed to do or don't do. And there is no hurry for anything when instruction is involved. It's, all that matters is doing it or not doing it. It's an awesome thing. <clears throat> so, um, so make sure that you're careful to do everything in it. Then it says, for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. And I love this here, the responsibility of what God has already done and what Jesus did. Jesus did it. He arose from the dead. He is alive. He, he, he did it. He completed his work. And so everything pertaining to us, he has done. So it's our part to do everything. And so that's what he's saying is, my, I've done it. So you, the reason you're taking firm hold of your instruction, of your scroll and doing exactly what it says is because when you do, when we do, we will make our way prosperous. We will make our way prosperous. God has already given the commandment for our way to be prospered. It is done in heaven. And that is why we must be careful to do everything written in our scroll. Is because when we do that, we will make our way prosperous. He is on our side so much. 
in closing, I just want to tie this into what I believe is my, my, my life message. Because throughout the years, you know, I've, since I've known Yahweh, like I've changed, you know, like things, everything around me has changed. I've changed everything around me. But there's one, there's a couple things, a few things that have never changed. And one of them is wrapped up in this verse. And so I'll just repeat it one more time. This book of the law or this scroll shall not depart from our mouths, but we shall meditate in it day and night so that we're careful with instruction to do everything written in it. For then we will make our way prosperous and we will have good success. It's this. It's that if I know to do something consciously, I must do that thing. I would liken any success I've had to the mercy of God, but, but there's something to this about doing what I know I need to do. And I think if I had to guess why a lot of people struggle, it's because if you look deep into your conscience, if you look deep into where your scroll is, and you, you, are you doing what you know you should do? Or are you doing something you know you shouldn't do? Romans 14 talks about um, doing things by faith. And he, you know, we have to do things by faith and who don't do it by, to him, it is, it's sin. If we don't do it by faith, it's sin. So we must be convinced in our own minds of what we're doing or what we're not doing. There, there's a point to where I cannot follow the ways of other people. It doesn't matter if they're godly people. There's a, there's a time and a place to, to um, imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. But at the point where my conscience disagrees, I cannot do that thing. Or I have to do that thing. It doesn't matter how much I have to figure it out. And I believe that, that there's a mercy and a goodness and a grace that God gives us that, that we, for each of us to figure that thing out. If there's something you know to do, you must do it regardless of what it looks like out there. Or if there's something you know you shouldn't do, you can't do it regardless of everybody else is doing it because that it, it is one of the keys of unlocking and, and uh, your scroll and your destiny that's in your scroll. Perhaps there's things that seem locked up and I'm telling you, there's a good chance if there is, and this is you, it's locked up in something in your conscience that you know you either should or shouldn't do. And you have to, you can, you have to do that for yourself. You, you are so valuable to Yahweh. We, you are the one. We are the ones God wants to touch and then change the world. When he, when he gets the depths of us, he can get to the depths of the world. So I'll close with that. Just want to say God bless you. Shalom.